Welcome to the Gray and Green Show. Two girls who will say what you're all thinking anyway. It is that time of the month. Period joke. (laughs) Jackie and Rachel. And we have a dude in the room making a period joke. But he's coming back because comedian Dave Dyer is actually on our podcast today. Um, Now, Dave is kind of a big deal. So he has to do promo for a gig he has in Buffalo, New York. But he'll be joining us momentarily. But my God, it feels like we haven't done this in forever. Because we haven't. Yeah. <laughs> you turned 33. I'm old. I don't like it. How'd it go? What'd you do? Um, okay. If you want me to really recap what we did. It yeah. Was kind of, it was actually kind of crazy. So I had a birthday dinner I planned because Jim can't plan anything. Ever. You planned your own birthday dinner? Yes. That's why I texted you. and was like, what are you doing Saturday? Oh. I'm out for my birthday. <laughs> I didn't have a sitter, uh, but yeah. yeah. <gasps> so I found a babysitter. I planned everything. I, we had like two couples coming. Yeah. And Jim's like, stop texting people. I can plan a good dinner. And I was like. Okay. He How'd can. that go? It well, it started with the babysitter arriving, and then he was like, "Okay, let's go. We're gonna go. We're gonna be late. Let's go." I didn't know where we were going. That's what yeah. he wanted to plan where we were going. So we get in the car, and he told me I had to dress nice, but not too nice. And I don't know what that's supposed to mean, but I just dressed. Okay. Whatever. Business casual. I did business. <laughs> you know, going out clothes, yeah. as I used to say in college. Yeah. <laughs> so I put on my going out clothes, and we uh, we're driving around for what seemed like 20, 30 minutes, and I'm like, "Okay, where are we going, Jim? We're downtown." For Christ's sake. So yeah. Just park. He pulls, he goes, oh, actually, no, we're not eating downtown. And he drives us to Leonard Street and we pull into Brands. And I'm like, okay, act like you, <laughs> act like you like Brands. <laughs> hey, Pretend. Brands has a very extensive menu. They do. Tommy Brand is a very nice guy. Yes. Yeah. Act like this is what you wanted for your birthday. Oh. So I'm like smiling and I'm going, okay. And I go to get out of the car and Jim says, you're not mad? And I said, why would I be mad? He goes, I'm taking you to Brands. I made you get all dressed up and I'm pulling into Brands and you're not even mad. He was trying to like make a joke. Yes. And I said, okay, so are we not eating at Brands? And he goes, no, we're not eating at Brands. Get back in the car. Oh, look, you played it off really well that you weren't annoyed. Yeah. So I went, okay, so we get back in the car and we drive around. And you know, if you're downtown Grand Rapids, uh, Grand Valley State, which is located in Allendale. Yeah. have a campus downtown. So we're down by that campus downtown. Yeah. There's a lot of dead ends. And I'm like, Jim, can we just go? I don't I get it. You're trying to like trick me. You think it's funny. Just take me to the restaurant. We are literally wasting time where the babysitter yeah. is there. And he's like, we got to pick up Greg. That's his friend that works at Grand Valley. And I said, all right. So we pull in this parking lot. And we just sit there. And I'm like, is Greg almost here? Yep. I'm like, you haven't even pulled out your phone. You're going to ask and text him. He knows. And I said, what is happening right now? I know. And I said, okay, five more minutes go by. And I said, Jim. I want to go somewhere. This is annoying. And I'm like getting worked up. And I'm like, plus, you don't even have the sitter's phone number. I do. I don't like not even knowing where we're going. And the babysitter's at home watching Greenlee and I'm getting all mouthy. Okay. And he says, okay, we're going to go. And he starts driving. And I said, what about Greg? And he goes, oh, he got his own ride. And I said, you've not touched your phone. How do you know he got his own ride? Okay, my God in all hell, what is this leading up to? Exactly. So I said, Jim, this is really annoying. So then he pulls up to JW. And we get valet, Aww. and he goes, we're going to dinner here. And I said, you drove all around just to trick me into not knowing we're going to dinner he here? He wanted you to get mad. Yes. Like, desperately. He really did. That's so funny. So <laughs> we pull in, and we like get the valet, and we walk into the restaurant, and he's like, Jake's already here. Greg went home, so it's just going to be the three of us for a little while. And I said, okay. So we walk up, and there's 30 of my closest friends. Oh, really? Surprise! Yes. 30 of your closest friends were yeah. there. Um, I hate to call you out, Jim, but you never reached out to me. I know. I thought you were just looking for somebody to just go have drinks with. Right. And he didn't call a lot of people. Ugh. What the? I am I, pissed right now. I, I know. And I was trying not to make him feel bad because he did start, He tried, but he didn't call. Right. There was quite a few friends in the grid. The thing was, he called almost everyone that doesn't live in Grand Rapids. That was oh. what was weird. And they My made friend, it th- Katie and Russ from Toledo drove down. My friends, Kristen and her husband, um, drove down from Lansing. It's still really nice that My he planned Jenny, it. My friend Jenny, coincidentally, was in town from New York City. And so she was there with her brother, who's a good friend of ours who lives in Nashville. Wow. So there was like maybe four people from Grand Rapids. And the oh rest my were God. from far away. So I think that because he had all these people that were from far away, he stopped thinking locally. He was like, oh, I got all our friends she never sees. Yeah. He stopped thinking about all the friends I do see. <laughs> but it was really fun. And it was like a big surprise. It sounds like it. It sounds like it was great. Yeah, I was shocked. Yeah. I so was shocked. What did you guys do? Did you go out? Well, we just did a big dinner. Jim had prepaid for like five or six different appetizers to be brought out. And nice. prepaid for a, a booze package. So we all had a bunch of like drinks. Then around like 1030, 
All my friends are old and they all went, we're going home. And I was like, bitch, I have a sitter. I'm going out. So, so what'd you do? Did you go out and get drunk? Yeah. Well, I was already drunk, but we went to Z's and had some more drinks. I, I love Z's. Curds. Z's on the wall, which is a bar downtown Grand Rapids. They have something on the wall and like the chalkboard. It always says the mystery shot. Have you ever noticed this? Yes, but I've never done it. I do it every time. Good? <laughs> I always do it because I want to know like how good it is. I don't know why, but is the it mystery. Ever good? Yeah. It usually is like a foo-foo drink. Okay. But the mystery that. of it is like what keeps me coming back to Z's. Like I have to know what's in the <laughs> Yes, shot. I have to know what's in the mystery No, I shot. just was lame Bacardi and diet all night. Bacardi and diet. But okay. Did you stay at a hotel? Did you go home? No, we went home. You went home? Yeah, because we had the sitter there. We, I think we got home at like two, so we were out really late. Yeah, you were out really late. Uh, nice. Well, happy birthday. Hope Thanks. you had a wonderful day. Yeah. Yeah. Good yeah. deal. I know. I feel like I've had so much going on right now. My kid is like... She's going to walk any day. Like, it's crazy. She's walking. Almost, man. She's pulling up on things. She's toddling. Like, she's starting to cruise. She's where toddling. She, toddling. Like, she's starting to cruise where she can hang onto the couch and then mm-hmm. move over to the coffee table. And I'm going, oh, my God. This kid is officially on the move she more is. than she ever has been. And, like, now she gets mad when I take things away from her. Ooh, I hate that. It does really suck. Do that. But I kind of ignore her and it tends to stop. Yeah, I, I do that, too. Yeah. And, like, like, if I just ignore you, it'll go away. I feel like she's bonking her head on things constantly, which is not fun then for she, like, anybody. For like one minute and then it's like, I'm fine. Yes. Yeah. I actually do everything I can in the world to distract her whenever yeah. she cries. Oh, and boom, that boom, works. Fine. No. Yeah. I, I always go dust it off. And I like do this thing with my hands, which a girlfriend of mine showed me to do because her kids started doing it when they fell over. And it seems to be working a little bit. But either way, Quinn's like a little, we call her a beastie because she's like beastie. the beast from the East, man. She is like. She's got such a personality now. It's yeah. so weird to like see him they grow up. So and I know. It's so insane. How is Greenlee doing? She's good. Um, she's going, okay. I, I need to knock on wood as I tell you this. Okay. The last three weeks, she's all of a sudden, I don't know, grown up a little bit. She's been really fun to have her around. Oh! <laughs> Out of nowhere. Okay. She's going through a phase, and I can only call it maybe early terrible twos, okay. where it was miserable. If yeah. you were alone with her all day, like on a Saturday, if Jim was gone or I was gone, it was horrible. Why? She, she refused to nap, but she's obviously tired. And if you try to put her in the crib, it was just an hour of screaming. An Never hour? Sleeping. Oh, yeah. Until you're just so like, you, like, tried to make her cry out and she wouldn't even yeah, do that. Yeah. And so they just take her back out and nothing made her happy. Um, hitting her head because she's so tired. She's kind of bonking into things and crying. Just tant- right. tantrum. Because when they get tired, they get kind of like lethargic. Yes. And so she would just get tantrum after tantrum. Nothing made her happy. She didn't want to eat. She wanted to eat. Didn't want to eat. Wanted to eat. And it was like that for months. Yeah. Where I was like, oh, my God, this is horrible. This is toddler life. And I hate it. And it was not fun to be around her. Yeah. And all of a sudden, she started learning more words. Uh-huh. And I don't know what it changed, but it was like about three weeks ago, one day, she like started communicating better. And now that she can communicate better, it's like like a light switch flip. Maybe she was having trouble conveying what she was thinking and feeling. That was part of it. But the other part of it was she refused to nap. Because now she's back taking a two-hour nap and she's yes. acting normal. Does she take one two-hour nap a day? One two-hour nap a day. Okay, that's awesome. And sometimes it's like an hour. It depends on the day. Isn't it normal that one, the kid will take one big nap at her age? Yeah. That's what our pediatrician says. Yeah. But at daycare, she'd always sleep for like 40 minutes and that's it. And it was horrible. And that's when she's really bad. Yeah. Well, then all of a sudden it was the weirdest thing. Like I said, one day, like a light flip, light switch flipped. Daycare's like, she napped for two and a half hours today. And I said, what? And then she started doing it every day there. And now she does it on the weekends. And now she's, she's gonna start feeling better. Like she'll realize, ooh, yeah. this this nap is kind of kind of nice. And then one day she's gonna be like me and trying to squeeze in a nap every chance she can. And you're like, I'm gonna nap. I know it's so nice now because Quinn actually does two naps. So like we get up in the morning at about seven, about nine thirty. She so goes awesome. down two hours mm-hmm. each time. Up for a few hours, down for another two, and then up for that. a few. Yeah, it's awesome. That was our favorite. Yeah, and she sleeps so well. I and mean, then I'm she's not happy because she's. I know God is tricking me into having another baby. I'm telling you. Well, you said the, your goal for 2018 was to get pregnant again. Yeah. yeah. I think sometime this year, hopefully. Who knows, though? It may take me time. Like, I, I've said this. out about two babies. I have literally said this on the podcast, but nowhere else, because I'm worried about right. people coming up to me and asking me if I'm pregnant. Yeah, don't ever ask. Right. That's don't annoying. ask the question, Rude. but I will tell you when I am. Yeah. Because it takes yeah. a lot of guts to just tell you her, her plan in yeah. the first place. Don't be bugging her. Right. I get, I get messages sometimes of people asking me, and I just kind of like, like, leave me alone. I'm not. I have some other things going on this summer that I want to do you before we try to get pregnant. You never said you were trying. Pregnant. You said. Right. 
that might be we might get pregnant in 2018. Right. Meaning but we that have could to be get December there. for crisis. Right. The fact that like Quinn is so good though, I have a feeling my next one's gonna like the slap monster. people and not sleep. That's what we've said. Like yeah. if we did try to have another somehow, mm-hmm. they'd probably be horrible. Because Greenlee yeah. is so good. Because right, Greenlee is a really good. She little was girl. good. Yeah, I know. And Crazy. like, like I said, we've had phases where she's horrible, but right. as a general rule, she's a good girl. Right. So we're like, we'll probably have a monster, like a college baby. Be. I would love to hear if you want to send us an email, Gray and Green Podcast at gmail I want to hear your second kid stories because I always get like really nervous about that second kid. A lot of my friends tell me the second kid. It's like easier in some ways because they're like not scared of everything. They're like, oh yeah, she's fine. Just leave her in the crib. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like less like hovering. Right. Because they're like, oh, she's okay. Right. He's okay. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I forgot to tell you about that. I've had a really rough week. Why? Um, So I've had my dog now for like eight years and it's actually a happy ending, but I have had my dog now for like eight years and she's always been kind of tense around kids because she was never around them when she she was younger. she was before Quinn. Yeah. Well, she's always been kind of skittish, period. But, um... And I've had a lot of people asking me about this because I did allow it on social media. But last week we had an incident where Quinn like fell near Ellie and Ellie got like really skittish and like her anxiety made me terrified that like possibly that something could happen. Right. And that was when I realized like I can't have Ellie and Quinn together anymore. I've taken Ellie to a behavioralist. I've taken Ellie to the vet. I have probably spent almost a grand trying to help Ellie with her anxiety. And she had it before we had a baby. But the baby starting to walk has caused her a level of stress. Because now she's like the baby's coming at me. Right. It's not good. So it's not good. And I've decided that, you know, it's it's better for Ellie's mental health that she finds a new home. And it's terrible because Ellie was our baby. No, oh, I my remember. God, that dog. And I had had put a post up on social media. Thank you to everybody who shared it. because I got like 70 shares Whoa. on it. it. It's unbelievable because I had a few people lined up that ended up not panning out. But I am very happy to say that on Thursday, my Ellie girl is getting a new home. Where's she going? She tomorrow is going to be heading to a couple that I met due to my Facebook post. And one of their friends shared it on their timeline. They're in their mid-50s. They have two acres of land in Rockford. It's a huge fenced-in yard. I took Ellie over there to meet them yesterday and tried not to cry at their table at their deck because Ellie was so happy. She hasn't been in a fenced yard ever. Right. She's she can never just run around. They she can run it. around. They want a companion. Do they have they, kids? No, they have okay. no kids. They have no other dog. She is the only baby. Oh. And they fell in love with her. Jackie. Well, Ellie is a really good dog. She is a good dog. And I'm just like beside myself that it's all worked out in right. such a way. Thank God. Oh, thank God. I. I did not know what we were going to do because Ellie's not, I don't want her around other kids. Right. Obviously, because I don't know what her anxiety will bring on and I'm not willing to risk Quinn right. being bit. No, no. Now, first. I, I just can never, ever be put in that situation. And these people, I feel, and this is honest to God truth, like my faith has been restored in humanity. I feel like I once again have been reminded that there are really good people out there right they're so excited to have her they had her like in their lap and she was licking their face yesterday and I feel so grateful to have found them because they're about to give my dog and I know to some people this is just a dog but like she's my girl like I babied that dog was I bought her for $25 when I had nothing you told the story on the podcast she literally traveled around with me right we have a whole podcast about how we got our dogs right um and she's just been through everything with us and, you know, Quinn and everything. You want it to be great. Right. You have a dog. You want them to be the Facebook videos that everybody's putting up with the dog and the kid or like snuggling in front of the TV yeah, but together. But it's not always that. No. Ellie was not ready for a baby. Her anxiety was too high. And now she's about to have literally and the it's best not like life. She's a puppy. She's eight. She's so eight. Yeah. she's not going to change at that point. No, there's there nothing. Was no changing that. We tried. I mean, like I said, I drove to the east side of the state and I paid like $350 to meet with a behavioralist to give her. She was on medication to help it. Nothing, nothing help. did. Nothing did. And frankly, I don't want to have to drug up my dog. No. It sucks. And right now I'm living a life where Ellie has to be gated. 
away right. from Quinn. That's also not fair. Because she's a big dog. She is. She's, she's, not she's like 55 small. pounds. Yeah. And I just, I don't think it's fair to her to have her pushed away like that. Right. She is so loving. She deserves to have somebody that's going to be there for her. Yeah. As opposed to somebody who's afraid of having her near the baby. So they have her gated off. Somebody wrote on Facebook, our dog was fine in a room until the day she died. No, I'm not doing that. Somebody actually right. put that on my page. Like they, you know? had, they had no, it was a listener. Oh, they had the same issues with their dog and their kid. So they actually put their dog like gated downstairs or in a room during that time. And literally that dog just lived life that way. Ellie is going to be so much happier. This couple will walk her every day. Right. Like they're thrilled. Right. Which is so wonderful. They even told me that they felt like there was a reason that Ellie came to them. Like, right. Like they need this dog in their life. Yes, their dog passed away like a year ago. So Aww. now they're so happy to have another one. And yes, I think it's like the best thing in the world that could happen. But like this last week has been really rough on me because it's been hard. The fact that we yeah. have to not have her around and we've had her for almost a decade. Literally, Aaron was crying yesterday about Aww, the fact because I called him on my way home. And I'm like, oh, my God, these people are wonderful. They love her because he had to put Quinn to bed and stuff. And he's like, I just I just feel so bad. We feel like we failed her. We feel like right. we failed Ellie because when we got her, we were so poor and we couldn't put her through obedience classes. We never had her around kids. We were 23. Like right, we didn't young. know. We right. did not know. It was terrible. It was absolutely terrible. But yes, the moral of the story is Ellie's going to a new home and she's going to be a happy dog. With two it's acres. not one of those homes where it's like she's going to live on a farm with her friends. No, she's the real home. She's going to two acres fenced in in Rockford and she will be the happiest she's ever been. Yeah. So I'm really excited that the man in green just walked in. Looking man good, green Dave camo. Dyer. With, tactical pants. With, yeah, my my great tact uh, my great camo pants that yes. you immediately made fun of well, yeah. upon seeing them. You're wearing camo. Yeah, but they're that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> Do I have to say anymore? But I'm not trying anymore? to impress anybody today. And these were yeah. $9 at Target. Wait. I mean, obviously, I know why they were $9 They're Wranglers. Were very, I can see it right on the pocket. Wrangler, Are they really? Wrangler cargo yes. pants. Oh, boy. They're Wrangler Originals. Comedian Dave Dyer is here. Dave yes. has been a longtime friend of mine for a long time, and I feel like I don't see you anymore. No, we hardly ever see Which each other Which really is really irritating. I mean, I never see you anymore. I no. know, right? <laughs> Dave, you've actually filled in on the morning show with me a yeah, couple times. Several times yeah, yeah. Um, But you've kind of had a lot going on recently, and I don't mean to make this weird, but you're looking high and tight. Like, oh, you've really been working out, man. I have been working out. I know. You know what? Uh, I started, I, I think you know this, a few years ago I started doing CrossFit yeah. with your husband. Yep, with my husband. At the same gym <laughs> that her husband goes to. Yeah. A big part of it was the fact that I'm in my late 40s and you kind of sit there at a certain point and you go, I, I don't want to die. <laughs> and I just, I want to, I want to feel good. Yeah. Uh, you know, and you, you, as you realize as you get older, you start to say, you know, whatever I've done or not done to my body, it's going to be harder and harder as time goes on to reverse those right. effects. So you might as well get in good shape now so that you can go. So I've, a few years ago, I just started working out a ton. I'd always worked out a lot. I always lifted, but I didn't do a lot of uh, like cardio. cardio and all kinds of crap yeah. like that. And so I started doing that and just getting in better shape and just yeah. feel great. So. Do you get that like euphoric high? I don't think that's real. I always ask Jackie about this because she's a runner. Yeah. I don't think it's real. You don't think it's real? No, I, think now, it's real? I don't know if I've ever experienced like a euphoric high. There's, But the people that I've always heard do are runners. Like, yeah, they're like liars. a really long run. They're right. liars. They're not runners. They're, they're liars. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, that would be. Because <laughs> you're running and you feel like garbage and then what? All of a sudden you're like, oh. Yeah. It makes no sense. I have I th- a girlfriend who swears by this. What do people say? That it's the, the endorphins create the same yes. kind of a, a buzz as like, being high or yes. cocaine or something like yes. that. I don't know. I've never experienced maybe it, I've just never gotten high and I don't know that I maybe I hate that You've feeling. You've never smoked weed? No. I've never smoked anything. No, I lie. I puffed a cigarette one time. <laughs> Did you turn green? First I, time you smoked yeah. a cigarette you'd feel it's the worst. I, well, yes. I was very like, drunk. Like, this is great. <laughs> I was very drunk and I was at a bar and a girlfriend who always smoked outside was like Yeah. She always said, want one? And I always go, no. Yeah. Being somebody who smoked for years, I don't think I could ever get near it again. I smoked from the time I was 19 till I was 24. But you just, how long has it been? I haven't smoked now. God, two and a half years. Uh, Have we ever talked about on the podcast how you came out about smoking? Because I remember when it first started here, you said, hey. I know you know I smoke, but you can never speak about it ever. <laughs> well, and I said, it's a okay. taboo thing. I was always really ashamed of it. Like, I never wanted to smoke, and I just liked it. It was a thing. Like, I couldn't like, turn my brain off. I can't quit. But I will tell you, every once in a while, the sun's out. 
I'm outside on the deck having a beer like, damn, a cigarette would sound good right now. But then I think to myself, if I had it, I'd have a headache and I wouldn't feel good. So you still get a little bit of a craving every now and then. Every once in a while, it's random when it happens. And then I think, ugh, I don't even want it. I'll tell you when you really really notice it and and why I'm thrilled. Granted, it's been a long time since high school. Yeah. But when I'll when I'll do shows like at casinos and at yeah. the casinos oh. I can still smoke, oh, and you walk yeah. in there and you're just like, "Holy crap! Am I glad I don't do this anymore?" Oh, I it bet. makes me feel awful. sick. Yes, like, there's so and much. And you smell your everything just stinks. And now and when I smell people, I'm like, "Oh man, I can't believe smoker. I smelled like that." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally. you never did. Really? Well, not thanks, I Jackie. With you. I was never one of those people who like smoked in close spaces. Though. And you didn't smoke like that religiously. No, you I smoked like six chain. cigarettes a day. It wasn't yeah. like. Oh, is that crazy. it? Is yeah. That smoked? It, I smoked while I was at work. Now, That's it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. It was mm-hmm. like, a, I'm so anxious about being here. Yeah. I got to go outside. Maybe I did enjoy it for the time being. But I mean, now that you, how old were you when you started doing the CrossFit? Because you said that like uh, you were 49, at an age. probably about uh, 45 yeah. or so, 45 or six. Yeah. That's in some intense stuff, man. It is. I know. But I love it. And you know what? Yeah. I'm not one of these people. I'm not one of, the, of these people. People was like, oh, it's that you got to do, you got to get yeah. CrossFit. Oh, it's been wonderful for me. Right. I love it, but it, it's not for everybody. When you do it, There's your stand up, do you talk about it? No, not really. No? No. You don't want to be that guy? Talk about? I talk about, every, gosh, everything. I'm married 25 years now. I got two yeah. daughters. Mm-hmm. Um, do you talk about your daughters? Talk about our sex life a little bit. <laughs> Uh, I know. Yeah, I talk, yeah. You I can be free on yeah. this podcast. It's pretty nasty. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah. What What do you joke about your sex life with your wife? She's got to hate that. Well, I, I talk about how uh, I say, well, one of the things I've been saying lately is we just celebrated 25 years of marriage, recently had sex twice in one week. <laughs> Yeah, for anybody married this long knows that's like seeing a snow leopard. That's about how common that is. You know, it doesn't happen often. And the funny (laughs) thing was, is like my wife disputed it. What do you mean? We're lying in in bed. I'm like, uh, uh, I said, you realize that was twice in one week. And she goes, no, it wasn't. I said, yeah, yeah. I guess it was. Saturday Listen, and last Saturday. <laughs> and she looks at the clock. She goes, it's quarter after 12. It's Sunday. <laughs> She's like, like has to keep the stats at at, at most once She's a right. week. So just you know? so you know, next week, this is next week. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Don't even try. <laughs> so uh, I feel like Aaron has always been like that, too. Actually, like he gets PO'd if it's only once. In a week. Really? Yes. Like, he's like, what the heck, man? Yeah. He gets really mad because obviously I... What am I here for? Right. <laughs> why Why am I even living in this house I anymore? Literally, I will go to bed at like 7.30 at night. I'll right. put my earplugs in. <laughs> I take my mask and put it over my eyes. I have a face mask that has panda eyes on it. I look really attractive when I sleep. And I remember Aaron was like, Screw with me the other night. And I was like, dude, come on. I'm trying to go to bed. He's go like, away. the sun is up, Rachel. Yeah. <laughs> my wife goes to bed at nine. Okay. Sun's still up. My too. girl. She Atta goes girl. to bed at nine and except, which this bugs the shit out of me. Yeah. Except if she's out with her friends. Then they'll be, oh, midnight or whatever. I'm like, <laughs> when you're home you gotta go and bed I'm nine? walking around with an erection, yeah. it doesn't matter. Nine o'clock, you're in bed. No, there's sure. nothing I can do. I have I a know. banner hanging off of it saying, <laughs> use me. <laughs> I'm here. Oh, man. And uh, she goes to bed. bed at nine. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, my God. Crazy. <laughs> How long have you been married? 25. 25, 25 years. years. My parents yeah. just celebrated 34 this week. Yeah. This last week. Long ass time. It is a long time. It is. And, you know, I think about it like when I was I was thinking about this the other day because them hitting 34 years, their, their wedding anniversaries on Cinco de Mayo. And I think about how long that really is. It's longer than you've been alive. My daughter. Right. <laughs> yeah. My daughters are 22 and 19. You know, we're you know, that's the crazy yeah. thing is that we had our first daughter when I was uh, 27. Oh, my so, gosh. So, um. But what's weird is, 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 you know, so many couples have children a little later now. Yeah. A little older now. Right. So there's a bunch of people like at the gym who are, you know, in their 30s and stuff like that. And it's weird right. to see them just having babies yeah. right now. And my kids are on Bro, the way out. You know, yeah. my, my oldest lives in Lansing. My youngest is in college in Ann Arbor. And and uh, we're, we're empty nesters and I'm 49 years old. And it's like... You know, we're way on the other side of that mountain. And yeah. It's just, uh, it does feel like people are having kids way later. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm actually kind of glad we waited. I think I yeah. was 31. Yeah. I was 31 when I had yep. kid. Yeah. Yeah. Jim was 29. I, I did. A, I used to do a joke about, uh, which was a, a true joke. A buddy of mine who's my age in town, he and his wife are like, 
when we were like 47, they were having their first child. He's 47 year old father. For the oh first time. my God. No, that's a nightmare. You're going to be 60 when that nightmare. kid's in middle school? Well, exactly. That, that was my thought. Is, have fun at parent teacher conferences in your 60s. Yeah. That's going to be a lot grandpa. of fun. You know, when you oh. wish you were on a charter fishing boat and you're talking to Mrs. Maple <laughs> about how your kid keeps wiping boogers on the wall. It's so That's good be to see riot. a grandfather so involved in yeah. his oh, life. I can't even imagine. So my grandfather, this is kind of a weird thing about my family, and it's always really hard to explain this to people. I have an uncle that's the same age. He's three months younger than I am. My grandfather got married for a second time, had my uncle while my mom was pregnant with me. Oh, so like it was like Father of the Bride too. My wow. grandma, my step grandma, and my mom were pregnant at the same time. Oh my goodness. And David and I are three months apart. Now we grew up together. We went to school together when I was in Indiana. So and we're kind of uncle. like he's my uncle. He's three months younger yeah, than I am. He's your and mom's we, brother. He's my mom's half brother. But still. Like and we mother. went to school together like when we were growing up and stuff. But my grandfather just turned 75 this year. My mom just turned 55. And it's kind of like this weird dynamic of him being like the old dad. Wasn't yeah. Charlie Chaplin having kids into his 80s? Or oh, there you like that? go. He's... What did they say? Leonardo da Vinci was having kids into his 80s. Yeah. That's weird. There you go. If it See, works. Our bodies like, die. Yeah. Ladies are like, oh, you're over 35. Your ovaries will die now. Guys are like, pew, 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 pew. You get a baby and you get a baby. Yeah. What's that about? That's, well, that's, I think yeah. that's because that's what you hear in the media and like you'll see the exception. But our doctor told us it's actually really not common at all why because guys can barely get it up no they said that guys <laughs> sperm that you don't realize after 35 your sperm count cuts in half oh and really they, oh yeah when we went through in vitro they were telling jim all this crazy stuff how like most of the time things you don't hear on your social media when women when men and women are doing ivf and going through infertility it's yeah. the man they said everyone wants to assume it's the woman because they're not getting pregnant well they're not getting pregnant because the guy's sperm isn't working right yeah. So they said, but they huh. don't want to share all that info. So you're just making, we're all making the assumption. Oh, right. but that's, that's what our doctor told us. He goes, huh. They, Cause the first thing they do when you go in for infertility is they go, we got to do a sperm wash. And Jim's like, what's that? They go, we got we to gotta count your sperm basically. Right. So we're going to have you go in this room. And they gave him a cup and Jim said, okay. Did they give him porn? Well, I'm getting Sorry, that. I have to And know. Jim said, I, okay. I, I, and he walked, it's me, my sister and Jim. And he walks away and I guess it just didn't dawn on him what they were asking him to do. So I went in the room with this cup and he's like, I don't know why I thought I was going to like pee in it or something. So he's like, I'm standing there. Then they go, there are magazines in the cupboard. There's a <laughs> oh in here. And there's a television yeah. there. And Jim went. And it was like a bathroom with two bars, like a, like a handicap stall with a big sofa. In case you get a little wobbly. With a big sure, sofa Your knees go weak. That's why I can't do it in the shower. So It's a huge health hazard. Oh like, there's a big leather sofa in the middle. And he's like, I walked in and I literally said to myself, I'm not touching anything in this room. I don't know. Except the cup in my hand and my dick in my other hand. Yes. Oh, <laughs> He's like, my that gosh. is all that I'll be done. He comes out and he goes, I had to awkwardly sit there for a while because I really didn't want you to know how quick that can go if it has to. Oh, I guess, my God. I guess you could take your belt and loop it around one of those bars <laughs> yeah. and tie it back up to keep yourself <laughs> upright. But that's why I never believe anybody who says they do that in the shower because I'm like, I've tried and yeah, you get weak work. and you there's a huge <laughs> health hazard. I'm going to slip. <laughs> You can't. There's no way it would happen. What are you, almost 50, so do you have to have a mat in the shower well, like my grandparents? Unfortunately <laughs> for my wife, with the CrossFit, my stamina is back. So, oh I, you know, boy. at this point Whoa. in my life, she, yeah. she's like entering the stage, yeah. you know, and I'm like, round two. <laughs> Meanwhile, she's going. I'm like, back, I'm like back in my 20s. His poor wife. You know. That is hilarious. We're making her sound decrepit. Right. So. <laughs> Your poor wife. She's the butt of many jokes in the stand-up, isn't yes. she? I haven't seen your stand-up act in a few years. Yeah. Are you still doing it all the yeah. time? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll be back. Uh, I'm Every year, my weekend at Dr. Grin's is the Friday and Saturday after Thanksgiving. Yeah. Every year. So that's for sure that's when I'm in town. Down right. There. You always do the Thanksgiving shows. Every and year that's I great. try to you know, go and then I don't nice make it. It's nice because I'm home, so I don't right. have to be on the road during the yeah. holiday. Uh, they don't have to find somebody mm-hmm. on a holiday weekend to come in from out of town. Yeah. And then... Friends and family are home, so that's a great weekend for me to do. Right. So are you still traveling all the time? Yeah, I was in yeah. Oklahoma City last weekend. How crappy was that place? Oh, my God. How crappy Yeah, he's just that? rubbing his face like, oh, why'd you ask? It was uh, it, it was a tough week. I mean, it went fine. The shows went fine. But yeah. But it was just uh, every now and then you get, you know, a club that you just, I don't, I don't want to say didn't click with it, but it just... They sucked. Your you, audience you, you was just, bad. All I'm going to say is you just kind of go, I, I, I don't think I'll be back. I, <laughs> I think I'm done here. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> so when do you One feel like nine. you bomb? No, 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 no. I they did. I did well, but here here's what, what was tough. The guy was ahead of me, and he he did a great job. He did. He's a pretty funny guy, but it was very. Oh, I don't know. I don't want to uh, sound the wrong way, but I could tell by what they were laughing at with him and knowing what my act is like, and you're kind of sitting in the back of the room going, I'm going to have to change a whole lot of shit. <laughs> They're not going to find anything I say. Yeah. <laughs> seeing what they were laughing at that he was doing, yeah. you're sitting there going, this is going to be... So what What jokes were you concerned about sharing with your Oklahoma City audience? Well, I, I had to, I'll just say I had to uh, slash the syllable count quite a bit. Oh, so, really? Yeah. Oh. Just... <laughs> I mean, those guys. It was just yeah. It just had to be more straightforward. Like some of the references I like oh. using my jokes. I was sitting there going, "They're, they're never." So you had that. an audience of dummies. No, I'm not gonna say it. no. Gonna. All right, be nice. We'll just say, loved you. Won't be back. Probably. Yeah. Won't be back. I think the feeling was probably mutual. When did so you start doing stand up? Uh, twenty five years ago. Twenty five right years I ago. Got married. Um, yeah. What'd your wife say when you said you wanted to be a stand-up comedian? She knew I kind of wanted to be because she knew okay. I studied theater in college. I mm-hmm. studied acting, acting and directing in college, so I had experience on stage and loved doing it. And so she knew I wanted to do yeah. it. She was fine. So she it. knew what she was marrying into. Yeah. 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 Did you ever have anything else that you did while you did stand-up? Yeah, I did a bunch of jobs. I bartended a ton. I um, yeah. for years I worked for a company. Uh, we sold huge business phone systems, and mm-hmm. I was like in the pricing and design group. And that was actually a yeah. pretty good job because I could take my laptop on the road with me. And my nice. boss was great. He's like, you know, I don't care where you are as long as you get your work done. Sounds like it's actually not been too tough. Um, it had to have been hard at some yeah. point. Yeah. Oh yeah. I yeah. mean, it's it's still hard as far as just. Every comedian will tell you, you send out emails to bookers and all yeah. kinds of stuff and you don't hear anything back. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you know, you're constantly, oh, why, why did that guy get that? And I didn't get that. Right. So there's a lot of that that goes on. Yeah. So there's, you just, you face a ton of rejection. Yeah. You really do. Mm-hmm. Well, since you are here today, yeah. you're the father of two girls. Yes. We both happen to have daughters. Mm-hmm. I would like to hear your fatherly advice for two girls who have been so successful. They're both in college, right? Yeah, well, one's graduated from college and one is in college. There right? you go. What what would your advice be to us with our little girls? Well, the hard thing for me, one of the hardest things for me about raising two girls is that I was the youngest of four boys. So I grew okay. up in a dramatically different environment oh, yeah. than, <laughs> than two girls. And one thing that was really hard for me to see is not only the way that they were with each other, but just the way girls are in general. And I'm sure you guys experienced this growing up. Girls are so mean to each other. They're terrible. They're just mean to each other. And, and sisters are real mean to each other. And and not only are they mean to each other, there was the kind of mean like when I was growing up. Yeah. But now with social media, it's like, yeah. you know, when I was in high school, if you didn't get invited to a party, uh, you probably didn't hear about it because you right. didn't get invited right. to a party. But now nowadays, if you it. didn't get invited, you know, you, know. you <laughs> feel left out in front of the whole world. Yeah. And it's just, it's, it's that tough. That sucks. To, so dealing with that was 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 hard. And then also the other thing is that being the youngest of four boys, I grew up in an environment where it's like, you know, you're fine. Get up. You yeah. Know? <laughs> Rub some dirt on it. Let's go. Right. You know? And very much. Let's keep moving and stuff like that. Yeah. And my wife was constantly like, you can't say those kind of things to the girls. <laughs> I worry about this because my they're husband's so the ups- oldest of three boys. Yeah, oh. They're so upset if you talk to him. I'm like, what? What'd you tell them? Yeah. I just. I just, I'm very, you know, come on, you're fine. You know, right. My, my wife's always... Emotionless. Stop, stop saying you're fine. <laughs> They're not fine. And so as a result, whenever there was a, a crisis, they, they would immediately go to my wife. Because, yeah. Not that I don't have emotions and, and care about what's happening, but I'm just more straightforward. On, right. We're going to do this. You're going to do this. You're going to get up back up on yeah. your feet. And you're going to do this. And here's one thing I found. Maybe this is a piece of advice you can take with you is... Um, I used to like when, when my daughters would have a problem with somebody at school or maybe it was a problem with the teacher or something like that. They'd always be, you know, so-and-so's being mean. Can you take care of this? Can you yeah. get involved? With and I would always say, listen, I will get involved, but here's the deal. I got to know the whole story. Right. Okay. I, I, you're my kid. I love you. I will back you up. But I need to know exactly what happened because I don't want to be in a situation where somebody goes, well, did you know your daughter said this? Oh, no, I wasn't aware of that. (laughs) That kind of changes the whole scope. I I always told half the story. And nine times out of ten, when I would Mm -hmm. present it like that, they'd be like, okay, never mind. Exactly. I believe it. (laughs) I never went to my mom and dad about anything like that. Oh, I always did. In a million years. I would just be like, I'll figure it on my own because uh, it's more embarrassing to ask my mom and dad for help. But that's, you know what, that's one of the other things that's, that's good and bad 
about the access we have to each other these right, days. Right, right. 11.30 the other night, my daughter is in, she's staying down at, at U of M for the summer. She's going to take some classes and work Woo, on yeah. So she got, she hasn't had a car there for her first two years because mm-hmm. she didn't have a parking spot, but she was able to find a parking spot that she can rent for the summer. So nice. she's got the car down there. Yeah. Well, she got home from, she's in a play down there too, and she got home from rehearsal and somebody was in her parking spot. And at, at 11.30 at night, yeah. she's texting me <laughs> Like, what do I do, somebody's in my parking spot. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> you know? I do, I do <laughs> no, you're sitting there going, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Can you contact him or the person you rented him from? And she's, well, I tried doing that and they're not responding. Well, <laughs> it's 1130. That's why they're not responding. I'm not sure if you're aware of that. Yeah, that's it's hilarious. pretty late. If you look at a clock, they're probably not going to respond. <laughs> um, but the fact that, you know, just, you know, when I, when I was in college, my connection to my parents was I, once a week, I'd call them collect. You know, right? You know, collect okay, call from David is, is like from we accept phone. the charges, yeah. right? <laughs> and you know, so you, when I was in college, you're like, well, fuck it, I guess we got to deal with it somehow. Yeah. I don't know what to do, but I'll figure something out. I'll figure something out. Oh my so god, that's a hilarious. Lot of that is gone, right? You know, so your daughter's following in your footsteps. Well, she she's not a theater major, but she still likes doing it. Actually, it's okay. kind of fun. She got into a. Um, uh, they're doing a, uh, the Heather's, which was you know a movie. Oh, I love and the musical. Doing a musical. Yeah, Jackie love loves this stuff. Oh, I, I, yeah. She's excited there, but they're doing that. They're rehearsing that. It's with the Ann Arbor Community Theater, Civic Theater, something cool. like that. So she's doing that. Yeah. That is awesome. So she loves doing it. Very yeah. cool. Do you stress about your daughter being in college? Uh, not my youngest one. My oldest no. one, who was, uh, I, I did a little bit, but she did real well. Um, just because she, she gets little panicky little anxiety and stuff yeah. like that. My youngest is my youngest is the uh th- they both did really well in school, but the youngest is the one who um always did great and yeah. and like we never had to academically push her at anything cuz she That's would be nice. more upset if she did didn't do well yeah. than if I, you know, if we were to say anything to her. So she's always done real well. I mean, she's at U of M. She's doing like she's got like a like a three seven at yeah. U of M. She's working. Well, she must so. not be partying too much. I feel like I high see. school worries me more than college. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, a lot more. I don't know. The independence scares me. Thinking of Quinn, like yeah, off but on her own in college, yeah. you're not dealing with as many bullies and like crazy That's hormonal true. girls. That's true. When I was coaching, I was the head coach at a local high school for yeah. a few years. Mm-hmm. It was some of those girls. It was like everything in my power not to flip out. Every day. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I think of high school, and I guess you're right. Like, the bully situation was bad. But I was such a moron in college that I think I would be a little bit nervous. Like, I wish I would have done the thing where you stay home for two years to find out what you really want to do. Right. Instead, I was like, I'm going to go study fashion. And it was the dumbest thing. Yeah. Yes. A year of, like, just doing your gen eds at a community college or whatever to get your credits before you went somewhere else. Just to, like, give me an idea of where I wanted to go. Now, it all worked out okay. Right. Still have student loans, but it all worked out yeah. okay. I just think that, like, college is a terrifying thing. Maybe because I was so nuts. I was too structured. I was so structured in college that it was like, like I was on the cross country and track team. So I was put in a dorm with only cross country and track runners and football players. And I had a schedule that was 6 a.m. practice, 10 a.m. breakfast with the team, class, 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 3 p.m. practice. Like it was like high school. Yeah. And everyone did everything for me. The team meets lunch at noon. You don't have class really? in your schedule because the team is launching new. Oh, okay. Yeah. And for four years is what I did. So I like, it was just like done for me. Three days a week as a freshman, they make you have study hall yeah. after, after hours. So I had to. I had one hour of, I have yeah. to sit in this room. I just got well to yeah. hope she gets into sports, apparently. Right. Yeah. No, there's yeah. a lot of good things at, well, I went to Ferris, at Ferris for the athletes. But I did see like my friends who weren't in the athletic programs who just, they were all of a sudden on the loose and did whatever they want, ate yeah. whatever they want. Yeah. They were all gaining weight. They were partying right. all night. And I was like, me. well, I, I would me. do that, but I got to yeah. be up at 530. <laughs> right. So I guess I can't. Oh, my See, God. That's what I, but uh, what I loved about college was figuring that stuff out. Right. Because, you know, in high school, I mean, you're kind of like, I, I mean, I wasn't rudderless, but, you know, you're kind of mm-hmm. trying to figure things out. But at college was where you kind of, I kind of learned to be an adult. I had a schedule yes. I had to keep to, and I had... Right. responsibilities and stuff like that. So that's one of the great things I liked about college. Was well, like, where'd you go? Uh, Michigan State. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so boy. Now, um, one thing, though, is, is, is back to, to raising the kids. Is yeah. That, um, because it's girls, um, 
I, I actually kind of had to back off a, a lot where you, cause you know, they, they get so dramatic and so emotional yes. about some things and you know, in your mind you're going, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Really? This is a, but if this you is a needle, big deal. They, but, it's but, if, right. but if you let them know that it's not a big deal to you, that is, you've just made you know, it a I'm bigger deal. I'm curious if right. other kids did this or if it was just me. So I'm going to, Throw a scenario at you and tell me, tell me if anything similar to this has ever happened to you because right. I might have been that crazy. Okay. There was a day I specifically remember, and I'll never forget because I'm actually still embarrassed about it, where I was so upset that I my hair looked bad that I got in a screaming match with my mom that I am not going to school, mom. Oh, yeah. You don't understand. <laughs> yeah. Where I was like throwing a hairbrush, crying, mm-hmm. laying on the ground like, no, mom, you you really don't get it. Yeah. And I was like oh, hysterical my God. because my hair looked bad. Yeah. Yeah, we've I'll had never that forget times. that day. Sure. Seriously. Sure. Yeah. Oh, God. I just remember being yeah. dramatic about clothing. Really? Yeah. I think that we go through these weird hormonal changes. Right. Like anybody else. I mean, dudes go through it a way different way. Right. But like, obviously, little things what set are us these off. these pants, for God's yeah, sakes? Oh, clothing was the worst. My <laughs> those sister pants would take my are, shit. <laughs> those pants are a midlife crisis. That's... <laughs> don't know these, what those are. Let me, I let me re-emphasize. <laughs> these pants were $9 at Target. Are That's what these pants purchase? were. Uh, yeah, probably a couple years yeah, ago. Yeah, they, they don't look new. <laughs> They're broken they don't look in. new. That's why I was going, They're broken in. Like, I I've used like, these in penny, <laughs> plenty of paintball fights. <laughs> like it yeah. <laughs> i just think these are my urban warfare paintball pants <laughs> including dave whose pants were he's obviously having a little breakdown over but honestly i think that we'll all get through those phases but like being a girl it does feel like the world is ending and when all of your friends are acting like that too mm-hmm. i'm a firm believer of it matters who they're friends with and what events yes, they're involved with that's a yes. huge thing because obviously being that young you're so influenced by so much yes. yeah i mean yes. i had my first drink of alcohol when i was like 13 what Ooh. not because what is this with your uncle first time i smoked weed not with my uncle <laughs> this is with your uncle thank you your uncle oh. the uncle he, gives him a he was 12 at the time <laughs> My 12-year-old uncle and I got drunk. <laughs> no, Amanda Tatum, middle school friend. Damn it, Amanda. Damn it, Amanda. Her dad had Jim Beam, and we sat in a circle and drank it wow. when he, we, they went to That's bed That's harsh to start yeah. with. Yeah, right. Most of us <laughs> going in Most of us ease into this with uh, wine coolers or something. Right. I had a wine cooler my freshman yeah. year of college after a cross-country meet, and I thought I was a badass. Rebel. <laughs> Woo. Yeah, that was uh, cool. I'm feeling tingly. Yeah. Yeah. I've had something's one. A, something's it happening here. You just wet yourself. <laughs> That's it. That was it. I knew it was something. Okay. But I was so bad that also the other girls that I hung out with when I, we were growing up in Indiana, so fill in the blank there, the next door neighbor to this girl that I used to hang out with, her boyfriend sold weed. Mm-hmm. I was in eighth grade and what? smoked weed for the first time. Like in That's insane. Grade. Were you the kid that's parents were like, no, you can't hang out with Rachel? No. I wasn't. You hit it really My well. parents were the ones who were like, no, you can't hang out with her. But like, I was getting away with it. So I was like, oh, that's fine. Like, I'm they didn't know. I honestly, my parents, my dad was a Marine. Like, I couldn't get a whole lot past my parents. Mm-hmm. I mean, sounds like you did. I sounds did. Like I got I a guess. whole lot past I mean, when you're having a sleepover and dad's, somebody's dad's got booze not locked up, nobody thinks they have to keep it away from their middle schooler, do they? Right. So, oh. I mean, but my parents drank. Yeah. So I was so around it. Yeah. I don't know. I was around it. So I've always been curious. Had to try it. Had I don't to know try why. it. Never yeah. even yeah. occurred to me. I thought, eh, when I'm older, I'll I remember like, like, inhaling. I, never I remember inhaling that joint and like coughing like a crazy person. And you I was inhaled like, your first time. You just fake it where you go. What? I was trying weed. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you were. Did you grade. feel it the first time? No. No, I don't. I remember not feeling anything Yeah, like thinking this is dumb. And then I didn't do anything bad for like, a how long did time. you know how to smoke it? Like, I literally wouldn't have known how I would have no. said, oh, no, this these people were such bad influences. They showed me. Oh, they knew they had like, a flow chart on the <laughs> yeah. wall. Right. Now, here's what now you that do. guy's in prison. Yes. Now. Don't don't bite down. <laughs> it was ridiculous. And I think about it now. And now that I have a daughter, don't bogart it. Yeah. Don't slobber all over it. <laughs> That was actually grasshopper. That term. Grasshopper. <laughs> but I'm serious. I don't know any of these terms. I've never smoked. No, like I share these stories and I'm like, my kid is never leaving the house. She's never staying the night with anybody. Your like, stories terrify me. They should. I had such they a should. dramatically different childhood or like teen years that yeah. it's like, we like could I cried not. over the hair straight thing. Well, yeah, like, I didn't think I was that straight Jackie I went is out late so straight Yeah. But not even, not, I mean, I go, I have drinks. I'm fine. Right. <laughs> I do now. I'm cool. 
<laughs> I think I had cool. a Coors Light the other I, night. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, had, I had two. <laughs> Listen, I had a bunch of Bacardi and diet the other day. I do not think that you are square or anything, but I do think that like you and I live totally different oh, yeah. teen years. Like I was nuts. But because Jackie never skipped school. I, like, and now like looking back, I think my parents must have known how like, oh, she never does that stuff yeah. because I was the only kid in my group that never had a curfew. I went, I went to parties where there was drinking all the time. I was just would never touch it. I'd yeah. say, oh no, I'm good. Oh my God. I, hope I didn't drink like the first, my first time I drank was my senior prom. And I think I had like a couple wine coolers and again, again, you right. feel like, hey, I'm on the top I'm of the mountain cool. here. You want me to tell you what happened to my senior prom? <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> I'm almost scared. You didn't. We. <laughs> Yeah, after that, I'll tell you what I did, and you guys are going to roll. You're going to head. The difference between Rachel and Jackie is about to happen. My senior prom, um, I had alcohol hidden in the crinoline of my dress. And what are your dress? In the crinoline. It's the poofy part, like the the netting. And um, how'd you have alcohol hidden in there? I had a spider web? I had a pint up in there. Not like in there, but you know. How'd you tie it in? Huh? How'd you? I had like a, I had it tied to my thigh. Like a plastic one? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Okay. And uh, we were drinking in the limo and the limo driver pulls over and is like, you guys, stop. Like, I know you're drinking back here. I can get in a lot of trouble for this. Whatever. We didn't care. So we kept drinking. In fact, we snuck booze into prom and the administration caught on because one of my friends was like pouring captains in his Coke in the bathroom. So my date was somebody who didn't partake in the alcohol and he was in good with the administration. So they didn't bother me. They didn't with him. No, no, no. They didn't bother him either. I was his date. So they just assumed that I was sober. Now all of my friends that were in the limo were lined up outside. The police were called and were being breathalyzed outside. What? Wow. (laughs) None of my friends walked to graduation. (laughs) Like none of them. My parents, I told them what happened and they were like, I cannot believe you've gotten away with this. My dad, I remember looking at me, he goes, you are going to get caught underage drinking. Like they knew, but they knew I wasn't driving. My parents were those parents. (laughs) And, uh, they knew what had happened because I had to tell them, like, yeah, so X, 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 they're all not walking because da, da, da. And um, they couldn't believe oh I didn't get God. busted for it. Yeah, like, it's pretty That's nuts. That's the craziest story. Wow. I know, yeah. So that was my, my prom. And then I remember we all went home in the limo. The guys all had gotten picked up by their parents. You still went home in the limo after they got busted with I alcohol? didn't get in trouble. Somebody had to deal with the limo. Me and my best friend, Sarah, we just hid from the administration Sarah. like the whole time. Yeah, Sarah. We Sarah. hid from the administration. We man. did. They were like looking for people and we were like hiding around. The, I mean, I had 600 people in my class. I don't. Wow. I, okay. I had 450. So still not quite as that yeah. big, but you know, pretty big. Mm-hmm. A, I knew there were kids that probably were drinking beforehand and stuff, but I don't yeah. remember them looking for anyone or anyone getting in trouble. Right. Or anything like that. Yeah. Two, we left prom at like 1030. Yeah. And had dinner at Denny's. And then went to see the premiere of X-Men at midnight. Oh, my. <laughs> In our prom dresses. Nerds. Nerds. And it was my birthday. I had turned 19. <laughs> it was a good day. All right, Dave, what would you do at your prom? Uh, my senior prom. I remember who I went with my senior prom. I don't remember if I had a girlfriend. I remember we drank before. We were at a girl named Debbie Bratz's house. Oh, had, boy. We had drinks there. And then... Bratz's have nice toxins. We had rented out like a bus or something. <laughs> yeah. And gone to the... I don't... I don't remember where we went to dinner. It, nothing major must have happened. About so. what year was it? 86 it would have been. Oh, I love 1986. That was the year, year I was born. I was born. <laughs> I'm an 85er. Yeah. Wow. Gosh, I'm old. Oh, were yeah. the 80s cool? Yeah. The 80s fun. looked cool. Looks like everybody was doing coke. I went to that 80s prom these they had at 20 sakes. Monroe Live on yeah. Friday. That's a fun story. Is it? I, I drank We'll save it for another day because yeah. you got to hear the prom but story. I wore, <laughs> I wore an 80s prom dress and I'll show it to you after this. Tell me, <laughs> My tell junior- me if your date wore something like this. Uh, what's that? I don't know if your date wore something like the dress I wore. Well, let's prom. hear about it. Oh, my yeah. God. Well, you, I'll well, pull up a photo it. while you. My junior prom, I went with, uh, there's a gal who's from Grand Rapids who's a very successful actress out in yeah. Los Angeles named Stacey Heideck. Okay. Who, um, she was on, years ago there was a show on, I think it was when like the WB started with Superboy. She played like the Lois Lane character. Okay. She's done some miniseries and a bunch of soap mm-hmm. operas. Look at that. That's perfect. Yeah. The dress is very 80s. Mm-hmm. 
So you went to prom with a movie star? Well, she's, I wouldn't say a movie star, but she's done very an well. An actress. She, I'll tell you this. She supports herself as an actress, which oh, in this mm-hmm. industry, that's, that's successful. Yeah. But uh, she's a very nice lady. Good. We went to high school together. We were friends. We just went as friends, hung around yeah. the same group of friends. But Stacey Hyduck, she's a very, very, uh, very pretty lady. Mm-hmm. Still beautiful. Just looks great. So. You got a bust Is that the her? end of that story? That was my junior prom. What? I'm, oh. Well, I'm sure I tried to hit on her and yeah. it didn't work. <laughs> I mean, like, moving. And? It was one and? of those. I'm sure. It was, I'm sure. Several times during the evening, she said things like, "We've been friends since kindergarten. I don't think this is a good idea." So, wait. So you you're born and raised Grand Rapids. Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. high school did you go to? Northview. That's where I was the head coach. Uh, what? I, Look what's, at you two. Uh, field. Look at this. New you knew friendship. my co-coach probably. He Who's was, that? Oh God. Um. Last name. Last name. What is he? Oh my God. I, I can't. When remember. did you coach? Uh, when I started here, I had quit. So 2016, yeah, 14 okay. to 16. Well, I've been gone from there a long time. <laughs> yeah, but this guy's your age. His problem the was when coach, I was he's the vice principal. <laughs> oh, is it, uh, is it Jerry Klakota? No, but he was there. He's the athletic director. Okay, I don't know. Then the other guy would be then. <laughs> I can see his face. Jerry was in my a head. couple years behind me, two or three years behind me. Oh, uh, too funny. Here. So yeah. So uh, that was it. That was it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't. I mean, nobody got pregnant. Nobody died. No. Anything like that. I'm sure oh. I was trying to make that happen, mm-hmm. but it didn't. Didn't go see the new X Men, huh? No, I did yeah. not go see <laughs> the yeah, new X Men. Out. It was a real good flick. <laughs> They've made like ten since then. I know. And, but I know. here's the thing. I'm sure on a couple of formal dances, I told my parents we were going to movies and did not. But I'm guessing you probably actually went to the movie. <laughs> oh yeah, dances. we loved it. <laughs> we loved it. <laughs> You, you know what that reminds me of? It reminds what? me of, you've seen The Breakfast Club. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. One of my favorite scenes in The Breakfast Club is when uh, they're looking at Anthony Michael Hall's license. Mm-hmm. And he, it's a fake license. Yeah. And he says, you realize you made yourself 63? And he goes, yeah, I know. I screwed up on that. <laughs> yeah. and, and they said, what's a guy like you need a fake ID for anyway? And he goes, so I can vote. That's <laughs> Jackie. That is nice. <laughs> That's the best line in the movie. So I can vote. Oh, it's so funny. Well, thank you so much for coming in, Dave. And if anybody wants to locally check you out, what time are you coming? Be back to Dr. Grins and Grand Rapids? I'll be back to Dr. Grins uh, that weekend after Thanksgiving, Friday and Saturday. You can go to my website, daviddyercomedy.com. Twitter, Instagram, at Dyer Comedy. You can follow me all over the place. Look at this guy. And make sure you look for The Gray and Green Show on Facebook. Twitter. We're on iTunes again. We're on iTunes again. We got our RSS. If you missed our April show, it is yeah. now on iTunes, the body awesome. image episode. And this is also going to be on iTunes, and I'll be uploading it to anchor.fm if Yay. you want to look there. Thank you, Jackie. No problem, Bob. <laughs> Have a great day. Thanks again, Dave Dyer, and we out. <laughs>